staying on top is such hard work. Welcome to Are We There Yet? In exploration and education and anime, I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, D. Hollander Gonzalez. And I'm Brendan, your anime Nafestus. Naf Nahua? It's it's we'll we'll get there. Oh, it's the holiday season, you're celebrating Nafestivus for the rest of it. <laughs> for Nef- I get Nefestus. Uh, sure, let's go with that. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh ho ho. It's it's two days after Thanksgiving and it's time for Christmas. I've been putting up with Christmas music for the last month and a half, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, now it's justified. Yeah. Now there's no holiday stopping us, baby. Now I hey, don't have a reason to The complain. roads are open. <laughs> They're covered in snow. We're in Southern California. How did that happen? Oh no, someone call a geologist. Geologists, they don't do weather. I'm off the rails already. <laughs> It's the holiday magic. I just wanted to see where that was going. I I also needed to see where that was going. My brain said, spiral. (laughs) Take short, we'll turn. Speaking of spirals, uh, the spiraling revolver of a gun. We're talking about America this week. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. Wish we were. Uh, (laughs) Yep, the... We're watching Gunsmith Cats. Uh, <laughs> we start there. Uh, this was one that I found just on the internet. This wasn't recommended. I'm sure someone might have recommended it after the fact, but too bad. This one's on <laughs> me, baby. <laughs> We're taking credit um, if it's bad. Yeah, uh, I I just saw clips of a very good-looking sort of Charlie's Angels-esque uh, anime, and I was like, okay. Mm. Wait, they're not cats? I don't believe so. Shit. <laughs> it's I, anime. They could have some sort of magical form. Okay. Because I've heard the name before. I don't really know what this is about. I've just heard the name. But what I'm familiar with is Samurai Pizza Cats, which are cats, and SWAT Cats, which are cats. So I feel... The evidence The evidence lays, Your Honor. <laughs> they must be Josie cats. Josie and the Pussycats. Cats. Damn it. Wait. <laughs> Cats 2019. I don't. Uh, no, he's still out on that. One. Yeah, that's a tough one. They had hands and wedding rings, and mm. I did not like. If they just made their faces look more cat-like, like cat noses, <laughs> it would have been a little better. I've never heard of the this. The one thing so. it was missing. <laughs> it's. Uh, I just. I don't know why it just elbow his fur was like a skin tone color, so it just looked naked, but not and weird. <laughs> It, that just still bothers me. There's a part in the Mr. Mistopheles song where he's either putting his arm down or, like, putting it up, and the fur detaches from his wrist. Oh. So that's cool. <laughs> Good filmmaking, everybody. It's great work there. Why is uh, Skimble so anime? Is this, uh, is, uh, how, how well versed are you with this one? Because uh, we're... We're slowly going to turn this episode into just a cat's episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I can't. It's hard not to talk about. (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah, because we saw a word in the title, and we were like, okay. oh, uh, we should just A to B right over word to Word association. Uh, yeah. If you can't tell, we're recording this on a Saturday. You know, those are our weird days. It gets a little <laughs> punchy. Uh, it's the off Whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I've heard the name of the show. I know pretty much nothing else, though. So I'm going in completely blind. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Great. Glad. Yay. Cool, so I guess uh, we're uh, watching uh, all three episodes because it's an OVA and there's oh. only three. And oh, I'm going to finish this. Oh, great. Oh, celebrate for the break. Is uh Chicago deep dish baby uh love love a river uh got a river and a lake whoa I'm Chicago sorry. I can't contribute I was gonna do Boston I was gonna do yep, Joel, uh, Joel uh, Taylor uh, uh it uh for me everything turns into Boston so I apologize <laughs> to the city of Chicago <laughs> we got our deep seated East Coast city like metropolis accents that we just lean back on too com- too commonly. <laughs> Yep, yep. If I get too comfortable uh, doing any accent, the Rhode Islander in my brain is like, oh, oh it's my time to shine. Oh, <laughs> uh, so this is an anime, and I'm talking first, so I should have my notes up. And they are now. So, episode one. <laughs> Convenient. Uh, we start in, I cannot stress to you, uh, the listener, how much they need you to know that this is an American set anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Immediately. Uh, it's the first shot we see. There's a billboard that just says, I'm an American. I go, We're starting off on a bad note. This is a bad way to start. <laughs> I laughed out loud. It, it's for nothing. It's, there's nothing else on the billboard. I don't know what that was for other than to establish America. <laughs> yeah, it it was truly just like a, a businessman with his children, and it said, "I am an American," and uh, end of advertising. Yeah, so <laughs> right. just so you know, that's what all these characters are going to be saying, uh, uh, Japanese watcher. So um, we uh, start with a man in his uh, hotel room, and we see two women lurking outside. Ooh, what's going on on his trail? Hmm. Mm. Uh. So one of them calls him and is like, oops, wrong number, uh, to confirm that he is home. And then the two, the two women go, go, go on their prowl. <gasps> so the man, he pulls out a shotgun. He's like, ah, oh, uh, they're on to me and my crimes that we'll find out soon. Uh, and uh, he's standing at the door just waiting for someone to bust in. And then a smoke grenade drops from the ceiling vent. Oh, and we see a bunch of smoke rush out of the room. Uh, he's been caught by the great bounty hunters, Rally Vincent, and her explosive sidekick, Minnie Mae. It's America, baby. <laughs> <laughs> just starting off real quick. Like, yeah, you can just casually throw grenades inside an apartment building. It's fine. The amount of times these women let explosives off and they somehow don't get harmed from them is incredible. What are they made of? 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, this this really calls into question like American uh, cinema where it's like, yeah, this cop just shot 50 bad guys and it's awesome. And then we see one person get blown up with one grenade and we're like, a mm, little too gnarly. Mm, <laughs> maybe we should reconsider all this violence stuff. <laughs> um, uh, so we get the opening credits, which... Uh, I I think are good. They yeah. have that like uh uh cowboy bebop vibe without the clearly they are ripping off cowboy bebop directly <laughs> like we see with a lot of openings mm. where it's like okay, you did your homework. You were like what's popular? That cool. Mm-hmm. Uh But yeah, uh uh we're at at their home, at their headquarters, uh whatever you want to call it. And the man that they caught the very Again, I his name's a little vague, so I want you to get that he's an American. Mm-hmm. His name is Jonathan Washington, uh, and they think he's a drug dealer. But when they when they got him for his bounty, they went to his his storehouse and nothing was there. Oh, he's clean. Oh, he's good. <sighs> There's no way we messed up. There's no way he's innocent. He's just this very competent. He's a very skilled criminal. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently when he was released, he fled. So, uh, he's missing again. Um, so, uh, we see their base is a gun shop that they work off out of. Clearly, uh, I just love the little bit of, uh, set dressing in the front where the store was originally called Gunsmith Cat because apparently Rally was doing it by herself and then a sloppily added S was just, like, nailed onto the end of the building <laughs> as uh, May, and we soon find the third person uh, joining. Who, I don't know, we'll, we'll get to her. She doesn't have a role. Anyways. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, a customer comes in, and he's just an arrogant cop, and he's just like, Oh, toots, you gotta fix my gun. Oh, why don't you fix this gun? Ha ha ha. Innuendo. Um, but uh, she just fully ices him out, doesn't even acknowledge it, uh, and uh, mentions, like, Yeah, you're uh, bring your own gun in for a tune up, anyways, because it sucks and is falling apart. Uh, so clearly, she knows a thing or two about guns. Um, <gasps> and as the cop is flirting with him, May comes out from the back and is like, Ah, oh, you're always saying no to all the men who are just hitting on you. Hmm. Why don't you go for it? I wonder. Uh, this came out in 1995. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, we see another cop come in. Uh, this is William Collins. Old Bill. Mm. Uh, he's an agent from the ATF, the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, uh, whatever. Uh, uh, and uh, he's like, hey, ladies, I hear you got a reputation. I need your help with a sting operation. Uh, and they say that Jonathan Washington wasn't a drug dealer, but a gun runner. Um. I was very confused with this bit. They said uh, he was out trying to find a, a sell, uh, find a buyer for his guns, so he could earn the bail money to pay for his bail, so he could be out of prison, which he already was. I hmm. think he, he's I, out on bail for the drug charges that are false, and now he's trying to do the drug or gun smuggling 
to pay off the rest of his fines. I got lost several times in this show. I lost the thread a few times, so I can't Mm. help. (laughs) Ah, it's uh, It's three episodes. We don't have to think too hard. (laughs) The specifics of the American legal system clearly were not uh, factored into the production (laughs) of this show. Um, So uh, they're saying, hey, uh, he's trying to find a buyer. We're going to send you in so we can catch him. Uh, And he's like, so naturally I can't pay you for this. And they're like, okay, goodbye. Uh, Get lost. And he's like, oh, but wouldn't it be a shame if uh, you didn't have a license for your gun store? And Rally's like, oh, shit, I probably should have had one of those, huh? Well, (laughs) all right, I guess you have baggage over me because I was fully breaking the law. Um, And uh, May also had some charges, explosive related, if you could believe. Uh, So they're (laughs) both on the hook. Um, So they leave the shop. of course, uh, Bill is like, oh, you don't have to answer me now, even though it's clear the answer will be yes, because I said I will throw you in jail if the answer is no. Um, but he's like, sleep, sleep it off. Think about it. Uh, so they go home. Uh, we see their home life, which is them living together. Uh, damn it. We burned another gay one. Uh, they are uh, a couple, uh, a thruple even. We need again. We'll get there. We need warnings at the beginning so we can choose something out. We, these these got to be preserved. They got to be, you know, the rainy day anime mm-hmm. funds. Special. Well, this is a, a holiday technically. Oh yeah. Special true. occasion. No. I'm thankful for lesbian bounty hunters. <laughs> uh, Chicago lesbian bounty hunters. Um, Reminds me of Trigun. <laughs> always thinking about them. I cannot. Um. So they go home, they're arguing about dinner and takeout. Oh, he's getting Chinese and pizza. Uh, but uh, uh, Bill is listening in a stakeout van outside. And uh, May has a, a, a sex dream. <laughs> Just I, real quick. This, this felt weird, because we see a picture of her as a little kid with a guy. and I, Or maybe just her present day. She is small. She is mini May. But like, I don't know, I thought that was like a picture of her and her dad. And it depends on her having some sort of sex dream. I was like, that... That felt weird. I don't like she, that. I Rally said she has a thing for older men, so maybe that was supposed to be the implication. I don't know. Daddy issues. So no. So in my head, I was just like, uh huh, yeah, that's that's her uh, boyfriend. I don't know. That's necessary in three yeah. episodes. <laughs> yeah, because like the whole vibe of all of this. Like, going into it with, like, a, oh, yeah, like, a Charlie's Angels. Oh, they're dangerous and sexy. Like, there are those moments where it is clear that they're, like, oh, okay, yeah, uh, you're doing this for, like, uh, a sexy little uh, titillation. But for the most part, this is, they are well written. They're Mm -hmm. very competent. They put up with no one's bullshit, especially the police's. (laughs) And, uh... There's just moments where it almost feels out of character for them to be like, oh, overtly sexual. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, okay. They're meeting their quota uh, for a 90s anime. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so uh, uh, three guys break in in the middle of the night. They heard there were a bunch of guns in uh, the home of a gun store owner. Uh, so, yeah, uh, they trip an alarm, but they find her gun room. Uh 
and Rally and May are like huddled at the top of the stairs. May is just ready to lob some grenades down, and Rally's like, "Hey, not in the home. <laughs> These are your outside grenades." <laughs> um, so uh, May is like, "All right, you never let me have any fun," and just goes back to bed. Uh, and uh, Rally goes down and shoots them, and oh, oh, big firefight. Uh, takes one out, and one tries to run away, but uh, accidentally goes up into the attic, which is uh, booby-trapped with grenades. And then I just love the outside shot of uh, the building when the grenades go off. We just see the windows crack a mm-hmm. little bit. <laughs> it was just like a very nice, like, this is very intense, and they have excellent soundproofing. <laughs> they're, they're firing in the suburbs, and no one is hearing anything. Um I'm astonished anyone would go, hey, these people have a full-on armory in their basement. Let's rob them. Let's yeah. steal that. Like, Let's linger here. Oh, man. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Um, but naturally, someone heard it. Uh, the eavesdropping uh, Bill Collins. So uh, he's immediately on the scene, and they're like, hey, bucko, how'd you get here so fast, you <laughs> creep? Uh, and he's like, hmm, lots of guns here. It'd be a shame if I had to check for your registration on all of them. And she's like, oh, fine, we'll do your mission, damn. Uh, oh, and also, like, again, she was in her underwear for all of this. So she's, like, embarrassed at the end because Bill sees her in her underwear. Beyond that, it is just a very cool action sequence and not very, uh, uh, nudity focused. Yeah, they don't bring attention to it, except she like stands up, and then May is like rally, and then she sits back down embarrassed. And like Collins doesn't even say anything about it. Mm-hmm. He's not like, oh, uh, undies, you're naked. <laughs> yeah, so. he's very clearly in the, hey, someone just tried to murder you, and now I I got you even more on blackmail. Yes. Oh, and third, you're naked. Okay, That's cool. all he cares about. <laughs> I don't care the, if they're blackmail. But blackmail... My yeah. game. It's my favorite. Uh, so uh, uh, later on, we s- we're finally introduced to the third person of the trio, Becky. Uh, she seems to be the smart one. Yeah. Because she comes in and is like, hey, why'd you accept the offer? I could have negotiated for more. So she's like the business one? I, I don't know. She really is an afterthought, it seems. <laughs> she handles the money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a scene like later on where she's like, oh, I'd go with you, but then I'd blow my cover or like I have to stay secret. So she seems like the info broker like for them. But yeah. Yeah. Very small part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, Rally is like, all right, well, you, me, and May, let's go out and get dinner. We'll talk over the plan. And then they go and, oops, we're at the mission. Oh, sorry. Uh, well, I'm going to go inside. Hey, Becky, I guess you're going to watch May and make sure she doesn't blow everything up. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> and just immediately puts Becky on babysitting duties. Well, while we're here. <laughs> yeah, I might as well. Well, I'm already parked in the seedy alley. So. <laughs> uh, so Rally goes through a secure door and says she's there to meet Washington. And uh, she goes in. Uh, she gets pat down and they take her guns. Uh, and they go up, uh, they meet with Washington, and he's like, oh, well, so, you are the cop that arrested me, or the bounty hunter that arrested me. 
So I need a little test from my boss to see if you're actually legit or not. Uh, see, we caught this agent sneaking, sneaking around. His name is uh, Bill Collins? Oh, yeah, it's Bill Collins. Uh, <gasps> uh, uh, they step into another room, and Bill is tied up because uh, he got nabbed. Uh, so uh, Rally is playing along, and she's like, oh, yeah, this cop... You cop, I hate you. Uh, he tried to blackmail me to help, so I'm clearly on uh, your side, Washington. Uh, so he gives her a gun and says to shoot him. And uh, she's like, hey, before I kill a police officer, can you, like, prove there are guns here for you to fulfill your side of the deal. And he's like, oh yeah, there are guns everywhere in this warehouse. And he and she's like, cool, they're on the scene and just shoots one of his guards, uh, shooting like through Collins's leg to like untie the rope. Uh, so he's free as well. And they, uh, they recapture Washington. Ah. Uh, oh, uh, then the warehouse is on high alert. May sees there's a commotion and is like, all right, grenade time, and rushes in. Um, there's a big firefight. Uh, uh, this is pretty standard action cop 80s movie fare. Mm -hmm. um, we do get a moment where a crane comes by trying to like knock a rally off of a catwalk. And, oh, man. Oh, uh, it just ripped the very front of her shirt off. Oh, what a what an accident. What an inconvenience. What a uh, weird out of step tone with the rest of the show so far. <laughs> the precision. Again, not much attention crazy. brought to it. It just happens. Yes. But it uh, is very out of place. It is. Like this really reminds me that 30 years ago, you took whatever titillating stuff you got in anime, <laughs> huh? Before, yes. the, before the internet, you really didn't have much. Because <laughs> truly, this is like, girls are in underwear, but they mostly fight crime. And the sexiness seems to be part of the appeal. And it's like, okay, it feels not important. But anyways, uh, they fight their way out of the warehouse. Uh, uh, um, yeah, yeah uh, there's some cool stuff. May Bussin grenades a guy, you know. The standard. Um, and after the mission, they're all yelling at each other, uh, saying, oh, oh, you blew my mission. No, you blew my mission, blah, blah, blah. And Collins is like, well, this one's done. Ready for mission number two? And they're both like, are you fucking serious? So, and then the episode ends. Yes. So, in episode two, we open on a lumberyard or something. It's not a lumberyard. Uh, so, some guys pry open a box and there are lobsters and guns inside. I don't know shit about guns, so I'm fully wrong, just before I even speak. I feel like freezing guns solid would damage them more yeah, than they're Yeah, probably worth. do some shit to their mechanisms, huh? Yeah, I feel like I mean, like that's why you have the lobsters in there, so they can, like, just chip away at the ice chips so they don't fully freeze. That's the why the lobsters were there. It was a lumberyard. <laughs> <laughs> My mind immediately went to the lobsters were keep, like, maintaining the guns in shipment. Like, they had little, like, gun tools. <laughs> and were, like, fixing them. Um, so, we see an old man... Like he lives there or something, and he wakes up and goes to his door, and there's an intimidating lady there. 
She speaks Russian. She stabs the guy. Uh, there are some dudes outside saying that the lady doesn't speak English. And one of them is like, oh, I heard Russian women sleep with anything American. And she doesn't respond. So he's like, haha, she doesn't speak English. Um, he hands her a briefcase with like envelopes inside. I thought it was money because they talk about how she'll do anything for a price. But mm-hmm. it, it's it's heroin. Yeah, I real last minute mention that it was like, oh, yeah, this is heroin the whole time. I'm like, what? Huh? I thought it was like silver bars, like ignits. Like, yeah. I didn't know what yeah. they were. <laughs> yeah. Because at a was... later point, she goes like, oh, yes, Mother Russia loves heroin. I was like, I, I don't feel like that's country specific. Uh, <laughs> we all love heroin. <laughs> um, so she's walking away with the briefcase. One of the guy's phones ring and he says, hey, my boss has another job for you. And she turns around and says, who's the hit? So she does speak English. Um, we see that the gun shop is closed because Rally and May are at a an AFT safe house um, where they're meeting Washington. He's being kept there. And he cuts the microphone to the ATF people who are listening in. And he tells Rally and May that it's not safe there and you can't trust the ATF. So he tries to give his Rolex to Rally to deliver to his daughter. Uh, the ATF guys bust in and Rally walks away without taking the watch and address, but he slips them in May's pocket. Uh, why, why the hell would Washington reach out to the two women that have arrested him twice so far? Like... I I don't I know. Get, what this I don't know. I guess arrest just... me twice, shame on you. <laughs> arrest me three times. He liked the cut of their jib and was like, "Hey, you should know these I... people aren't safe." <laughs> I'm worried about you two kids. I yeah. like you, even though you've arrested me you... countless times. <laughs> You're so good at your job. I'm so <laughs> impressed. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. You made me a proud father. <laughs> Um, so we see the two of them driving back and May feels bad for him and Raleigh thinks it's silly to take a job that won't pay them anything. Um, she asks May if she's been practicing her new moves and then puts in a cassette, uh, but then a car is coming straight for him and they swerve and the car that was coming for him was the Russian lady. (laughs) She's back. She's here on a job. (laughs) um some of the aft guys are in the room with washington and they're watching the news the news anchor talks about the race for mayor there's a guy named edward haints he's a senator and he's declared war on illegal weapons and this man george black of the atf is on his side politics um car pulls up outside again it's the russian lady she gets in using collins's id number so it like logs him as someone who's come in uh and she kills all the dudes inside the last episode wasn't so gruesome but this one they really show some stuff yeah i was a little more surprised yeah um So she gets to the room where Washington is, but he's hiding from her in the bathroom. She opens her jacket and shows quite an array of weapons. Um, And he tries to tell her that he has evidence against the ATF, but she just kills him. She doesn't care. 
Um, then a bunch of cops come and they see that Collins was the last one to sign into the building. So even though he says it wasn't him, George Black takes him off the Washington case, I guess. They just say you're off the case. So I guess it's like the gun case. Yeah, like the gun smuggling. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so we see Russian lady arrive at a hotel. She tries to hang her jacket on a hook, but the hook falls off because it's so heavy from her weapons. I did appreciate that. That was a That's very nice That's very mm-hmm. funny. Um, she receives a call and she says that she killed the first one and has info on the next targets who are Rally and May. <gasps> uh, and then she asks if the last target would be expected... No, would expect to be killed by his partner with a sinister laugh. I think it was about here that I was like, what's going on? Because <laughs> I didn't know who she... I couldn't use context clues to figure out who she was talking about, if it was Collins or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rally and May arrive at the address that Washington gave them for his daughter, and it's like a rundown apartment building. They knock on the door of the apartment, but it's just a big dude. It's not his daughter. Um, when I was taking notes, I was like... I was going to put, that's no one's daughter, but I was like, I don't want to assume. (laughs) (laughs) Might be someone's daughter. Yeah, who knows? Um, So back at home, Becky wonders what's going on. Fake Rolex and a fake address. Uh, Rally goofs around with May. She falls off of the couch. And as she's fallen, she's like ground level. She notices something plugged into their wall. Then we see... Uh, Collins in that van again, listening in on their conversation. This was a pretty big bug. Like, I don't know how you missed that, because it looks like a carbon monoxide detector. Like, it's big. <laughs> <laughs> And it yeah. wasn't, like, obscured by furniture. It was in a part of the wall that was completely uncovered. It was an outlet. <laughs> like, it was plugged in, it looked like. Collins is not a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> he is, unfortunately, my type. I like (laughs) him physically very much. He is uh, a term I've recently learned, uh, which is a baby girl, which is a a fucked up Mm. film. So he categorizes that. Yeah, I would say so. (laughs) His face face also just reminds me a lot of Peter B. Parker, so. Uh, Have you seen uh, Genesis? You know the shitty guy from that? It's him again. Like, that's that's exactly (laughs) who it is. Um. So they're listening on the conversation. Rally says that there's no reason to continue this investigation. And they're kind of like, huh? And then someone knocks on the van's doors and it's Becky with pizza. Hello. So she also has a walkie talkie and Rally's on there. She says, hey, I've already done my part and you uh, can do like I'm done with you guys. And he says, I can't do the investigation without your help. And she says, well, I don't trust you. And then he's like, "Okay, well. We tried. Guess we'll leave. Um, so they drive off, and we see that May was under the van, presumably <laughs> setting up some explosive. And the van, indeed, does have a little blow-up. It just kind of knocks out a tire, it seems like. Um, so for more privacy, they go to the shop and talk more about the Rolex and the address. Becky asks if they noticed anything Washington has said or done, and Rally says that he was using his computer when she came into the his like office at the warehouse. So maybe it could be something online. And I thought this was such a reach, like to be like, yeah, I noticed he was using the internet when I walked into the room the other day. I was like, why is that? I don't know. I was like, why does that I mean, seem like a hint he would have left for you? 
I mean, back I guess back during this time, like the internet, who has that crazy contraption? So I guess it would stand out much more than now. I suppose he was a gangster, but also a nerd. Things don't <laughs> add up. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Um, so they find a code scratched into the watch, and Becky hops online. So they use the information from the fake address, and it leads them to the same website that he was on in the warehouse. And they put in the code from the watch, and it leads them to a page with a bunch of information on it. And they're like, what kind of day day is this? And it's dates and weapons that have been taken from raids. So they're like, oh, it's like a hit list for, for taking weapons. And Rowley says that they need evidence to confirm that that's the truth and that she and May can handle that. And I think that's correct because this was one of the points where I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> where are we? Yeah. Um, so... Collins has also somehow, like, bugged their computer. He's bugged fucking everything they he, have. I don't know where, when he had the time. <laughs> um, he could be doing so much more. I'm sure there are other cases, but he's like, no, I need ten bugs per room. This is the I, one. Also, I want to kiss Rally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, yes, he's a very silly, obsessive man, but, like, it works, I guess. So, like, I guess he's right to do so. <laughs> um, so, he's printing it out at his office. George reminds him that he's off the case, but obviously that's not stopping him. Uh, Rally, May, and Becky arrive at an address that they think is going to be the next hit. And it's a yacht club. Rally and May get inside, and yeah, sure enough, they find a box with a bunch of guns in it. Uh, some guys open the, the door of the building they're in and they say uh, that their boss said to be on the lookout for these two broads uh, and May tosses out like a flashbang kind of bomb and a fight commences in the middle of it Rally is almost hit with a knife and the Russian lady is there uh, she kind of scurries off after she misses though uh, Collins is also there too <laughs> <laughs> all our favorites. <laughs> the gang's all here. Yeah. Um, May crawls out. So they take down the men. And then May crawls out of the window of the warehouse. And I was like, why? The door's right open. <laughs> Wide open. <laughs> um, That's where all the men with the guns were. Yeah, but they're gone now. Yeah. Didn't they kill them? Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> she, she did it for fun, I guess. <laughs> Seems like her vibe. Um. But she runs into the Russian lady. But before the Russian lady can do anything, she hears sirens. Um, Rally asks Collins what he's doing there. And she's like, oh, this was a setup. And he's like, no, no, I don't trust the ATF either. Uh, they see a car speed by and May is in it. And the Russian lady's driving. So Becky then drives up with their car. Rally gets in. They gotta save May. So they're following May in the Russian lady's car. May sees Rally behind them and, like, hops into the Russian lady's lap to, like, distract her or throw her off. Rally plays a cassette and is like, it's showtime. And I was like, ooh. I, I, I don't what? Really know what this was. Because the music doesn't really kick in too hard after that. So I'm just like, what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Are these sure. the moves she was practicing for this specific event? How'd they know this was going to happen? <laughs> well, that's what I'm wondering, because earlier when they were with Becky, before they cracked the code, 
uh, Becky was talking, and Rowley and May both have their eyes shut and are, like, tapping their feet in unison, and they weren't listening to Becky, and they're like, oh. great, we synced up. And I'm like, are they coordinating this? Like, is this a specific thing they rehearse yeah. to time out their escape plan to this? Make, like, I forgot about that. I thought they were just, like, falling asleep because they're so bored by Becky. That's what I thought, but <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's this weird sort of, like, little thing they do in each episode, so it's like, mm-hmm. is, is this all coordinated? Yeah. Um... So they merge onto a freeway going towards Chicago. They showed the sign specifically. You gotta know. We're in Chicago. Got them mu- museums. I don't know what happened. Well, the Bean. Is that, the where the, bean. is that where Chicago is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Improv. Ah. <laughs> oh no, even scarier. Ah. <laughs> Take my chance with the Russian. <laughs> um, so they're driving all crazy. Um, Russian lady pulls a gun out, but the sun gets in her eyes, so she shoots the wheel of a truck instead, making Rally swerve their car, but they make it. Uh, Russian lady shoots out their windshield, and now they're right in the back of Russian lady's car and, like, bumping into her occasionally. Uh, Rally gets into position to shoot and shoots the earring off of Russian lady's ear, which I can imagine is very painful. We see in, like, an earlier scene, she, like, fiddles with it. it. The earring seems important. I have no idea why. Yeah, they don't tell us why. She just likes it. It's her yeah, little, I've it's her I've heard about a piercing gun, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's her one piece of flair that her boss lets her have. <laughs> one piece? No. Oh, no. <laughs> is that one it? piece flair. Um, so, uh, May uses an explosive to eject herself from the car and onto the hood of Rally's car. Um, Russian lady's car goes off of the edge of a drawbridge that's opening up, then explodes midair and falls into the water, which was very funny to me. <laughs> the explosion midair was goofy. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like overkill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta really stress how much she's dead. Yeah. So, yeah. We got ripped to her, right? Wink. Wink. Um, how she, how she could live through that, I have no idea. But hey. It's impossible. Um, so Rally's impressed, but she says it's not over yet. We have more work to do to finish this. And that's where episode two ends. What are we going to do with episode three? The Russian lady's dead, of course. Of course. Uh, Of course. Uh, episode three starts off with breaking news. And they're doing news coverage of the car. Because... Understandably, a car riding off of a drawbridge and exploding midair. Not super common. So, yeah, the news is covering it. Uh, and they say they found no body. They suspect that the body might have gotten washed further down river. And then we see the girls uh, in, like, a police office uh, being lectured by a chief of police there in Chicago. They got a few other cops around them. And it's like, people are all mad and they want, they want someone to be held responsible because they got a lot of traffic. And they're just, like... A literal swarm of people outside the police station trying to like rush in. I don't. I don't know if they were news people doing coverage or just pissed off civilians. Like mm-hmm. I don't. I was very confused by this. Um, just saying they need to hold somebody responsible for this. You know, crazy car chase with these cars being shot at and stuff. And then they get a report uh, about the uh, Russian hit woman. Her name was Natasha Radinoff, A.K.A. Bloody Pierce. <sighs> She's got pierced ears, and she's blood... I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, ex-KGB, hitman for hire, blah, blah, blah. You know, standard, 
you know, big scary Russian person in a 90s uh, series. And uh, he warns that someone paid her off to kill uh, Rally. She's a hit woman. She wouldn't just be going uh, killing uh, aimlessly. So uh, careful out there. They never found her body. Uh, and he uh, leads them out back. So they go out the back of the police station. And when they head back to Rally's car, they see <gasps> it's bloody Pierce's knife stabbed into the hood of her car. <sighs> She's got she a lot lived. of knives. She lived. And then we get the opening. Uh, and then we see them back at the gun shop where they get a call from the state senator Haynes' office saying he wants to give them a civilian award for helping him put an end to this gun smuggling case and wrapping it all up. And uh, when after they hang up, they're like, put an end to the gun? The gun smuggling case isn't over. Why did they say put an end to it? Interesting. Hmm. I bet he wants to use this to help his campaign about keeping this street safe from, you know, illegal gun sales. And, uh, yeah, that's when Becky dips out, like, hey, I can't be seen in public with you guys. You're embarrassing. Bye. And just dips out. <laughs> um, and then we cut back to, I'm just calling her Pierce in all my notes because it's mm-hmm. easy for me. Uh, we cut back to Bloody Pierce uh, cutting your hair in the bathroom, which I thought was a weird point, but also, like, treating her wounds and stuff. Um, and we, she has very, I don't, I thought maybe she was trying to disguise herself, which the thing she's doing is not going to help because she has very <laughs> distinctive color. Her bangs are green and the rest of her hair is red. And all she does is shave her red hair and not even all the way down. <laughs> she just literally just gives herself a bit of a trim. Not- it's a cool look, but <laughs> I don't know what she was going for. Yeah. Badass was the goal. It wasn't an identity thing. All right. <laughs> sure. Uh, but, yeah, again, we get a little shot of her, like, rubbing her ear with the bandage over it now because she no longer has that earring. And her hand, like, kind of shakes a bit. I don't get the earring thing. We you don't know anything this. about this woman. No. They're trying to, like, show us some backstory, and it's just not coming across <laughs> at all. Um, and we see, yeah, she's pissed off at Rally, and it's going to get her revenge. And we're back at home, back home at Riley's place. Uh, we see her at like a table cleaning out her guns and prepping and stuff and loading them. And we see May uh, trying on a bunch of different clothes, trying to see what will look good for the ceremony tomorrow uh, for their big award. Uh, again, the '90s quota of just like titillating. May is in just lingerie for some reason, like full stockings and garter belt. And I'm just like, all right, <laughs> sure. Um, so she's trying out different clothes and tells Rally that Rally should wear those fancy heels she bought her as a gift. Again, gay. Um, <laughs> and so Rally tries them on and is struggling to walk around. And she says, like, oh, don't worry. If you're wearing those, you won't have to go anywhere because the men will come to you. And then right on cue, there's a knock at the door and it's Bill. And May is like, haha, the men are already flocking here. Uh, and Bill, uh, Rally opens up the door a little bit but still has, like, the chain lock on it. Uh, so not all the way. And Bill's like, I gotta talk to you. I, I got secrets. I got plans. I got, hey, let me in. <laughs> and Riley's just like, hey, no, you've brought endless trouble and have been blackmailing us. You can just fuck right off and we don't have to deal with you anymore. And uh, right as she starts walking away, a cop comes up and like taps Bill on the shoulder. Like, hey, what are you doing here? Why are you, you know, screaming at this house? And he's like, oh, we well, see I'm a federal agent. The cop pulls his gun on him immediately. It's like, I don't care, buddy. Get out of here. We were told to, you know, guard this house. No one's allowed in. So, be on your way. And we cut back to Bill going back to the office, and he's getting chewed out and lectured by one of his co-workers, Kathy. He's making her debut in episode three, so I'm sure she's important. Uh, <laughs> she's saying she found out some more information while Bill was out, saying that 
they noticed a few a uh, few calls going to one of their safe houses, like through the phone records. And it's a safe house that's been shut down for months now. So it's weird that anyone's calling it. And it was, it's George Black. It's Bill's boss. He's been making <gasps> frequent calls to this uh, supposedly abandoned safe house. He's up to no good. Mm. And turns out uh, he filed for a vacation. It just happens to be this week. How convenient. So Bill like grabs her and is like, thanks, sir. And says, like, don't tell anyone about this. Keep this under wraps for now. Case is still alive. And then we cut to George Black himself rushing to that very safe house. And he meets up with Pierce. And he says he's he's got his bags packed. He's got all the money he needs. He's willing to pay her. He wants to flee the country with her. He's getting out of here. He was the traitor on the inside. And uh, he, he's talking to her. And she's kind of like standing halfway in like the door frame. And we see her like, oh, do you want me to take him out too? And he's like, what? What are you talking about? And she steps out and reveals that she was on the phone. She was talking to someone else. And she says, uh, don't worry, I'll take care of the problem. And we see her just shoot him in the kneecap and then walk him and shoot him in the head. So she takes care of uh, George. <gasps> we cut away, we see Bill arriving at the safe house, running in with a, you know, another cop buddy of his. Uh, and they see uh, George's body and they go, ah, shit, he's already dead. And he goes to r- roll over the body and Bill stops him. He goes like, no, wait, we're dealing with a professional here. And he lifts up his bo- George's body a little bit and sees a grenade underneath, like with the... the trigger like press up against bill's body so he's mm-hmm. able to hold down the trigger and pull the grenade out so it doesn't go off and then he's able to fi- he's able to find the pin i guess wild put- sloppy work honestly <laughs> puts it i just got this twizzler in my pocket let's yeah. see if it fits <laughs> i don't know did he have a paper clip he, he found something he was able to put it into the pin slot of the grenade all right <laughs> and so yeah, he goes uh it's a booby trap it was like a very rudimentary booby trap but we are dealing with a professional so be on your guard uh, and after, immediately after he says, be on your guard and look out for booby traps, Bill's partner runs up to the phone, picks it up, and presses, like, the redial on it. Bill's like, what the fuck? He's like, I don't know, maybe we, maybe they called somebody. I'm we just call doing some investigating, boss. I'm, I'm, I'm a detective. I know you said don't look for any clues because they're booby trap, but uh, I'm just staying around. I gotta look for clues. I oh, I'm a cop, you clues. know, that's my main thing. <laughs> the craziest part. The redial works. <laughs> they find out like, oh, this is, the last phone call was so and so's office. He's a campaign like fundraiser for uh, Senator Haynes. How convenient! So clearly the you know hit person like hitman, uh, hit woman was working for Senator Haynes. We got the connection we need. And are great. I gotta go tell Rally and you know May make sure they're safe. So Bill runs out of the safe house as his partner hangs up the phone, which then. Ex- <laughs> Explodes and blows the entire house up. <laughs> Again, the timing, it's comedic. I laugh. It's absurd. Because <laughs> it's, it's so much, and I can't imagine how you rig an entire house with just five tons of C4. Like, the explosion was insane. <laughs> um, so, yeah, partner, fully fucking dead. Bill crawling out of the house on fire. Uh, and we see, um, uh, yeah, we see Bill crawling out. And I cut to the senator's rally as it's being set up, and it's just torrential downpour. Uh, but they're still setting up the rally. Uh, I'm going to say rally a lot because it's where the thing is happening. It's also the main character's name. How uh, confusing. See... <laughs> if only there was another word for rally. Nope, not looking it up. Uh, we see Pierce on a nearby roof, like across the street. I'd, it looked like a museum of some sort, fa- big fancy building. And she's on the rooftop because uh, there's a lot of like external construction being done on the museum. <laughs> there's just fully two painters dead behind her 
I guess they were working on the roof and she just killed them. Um, not important, but I like the attention to detail. Mm. And she gets into position ready to kill these two guys and they're just already dead and it just isn't addressed. And she's like, oh, all right, convenient. It's a weird Chicago serial killer going around. It's convenient for me. Um, but yeah, Pierce is on the roof on the phone talking about how you know, the job she was paid for is done, but she's still staying around because she's got business to settle. Man, she's talking to her. It's like, ah, it sounds like you got pers- you're personally invested now. Well, good luck. Very clearly Senator Haynes. Like, we just see, like, you know, his jaw, but very clearly him. Uh, and she says she's going to do this stuff for free. And uh, with the rain, the rally was delayed a bit, so they got more time. And uh, we cut to, like, a tent outside of the rally being set up. And we see Rally. Like, like, sorry, so many words I could choose, and I picked Rally. Um, <laughs> we see Rally and May in the tent, like kind of shivering because they're in like their nice clothes, and it's freezing rain. And they're 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 there with the police chief and Becky, and uh, they're saying like, "Well, we kind of got to stay because without that reward and like you know funding, for, know, funding uh, reward from the senator, we can't get our licenses to open up the shop again. So we're kind of stuck here." And then we see uh, a man show up with two goons. And they're like, hey, we're from Senator Haynes' office. We got to pat you down for weapons. So they do just that. They strip Rally May of all their weapons. And they're like, all right, we'll confiscate these. And the police chief there is like, no, no, no. We'll, we'll keep an eye on them. The chief, you know, leave them with us. So the goons uh, walk off. And then R- Rally gets a weird feeling from the senator's men. And then we see the big event starting up. And Haynes brings out Rally May on stage. And uh, while he's uh, introducing them and bringing them up on stage, we see uh, Pierce making her way through the crowd, uh, shoving, through, uh, shoving through. And uh, as Haynes is about to give them the award, uh, he looks out and sees Pierce. And he's like, ah, perfect timing. All according to Keikaku. Keikaku. <laughs> um, and he's about to hand them the award. as uh, Translators note. <laughs> translators. Uh, as he's about to hand them the award, we just hear, hey, watch out. And it's... Bill, obviously, but we don't see him right away. Uh, and as he yells at, Rally turns, sees Pierce in the crowd, dives, and Pierce just opens fire, shooting up on stage, uh, but misses Rally. So, um, yeah, Pierce runs off, running through the crowd as they're scattering, and Rally may go running after them. Uh, they f- bump into the police chief and Becky, who are helping out Bill, and uh, Rally's like, hey, don't worry, police chief, I got my weapons, bye! It's like, oh, okay, no one... No one was watching those weapons on a table just somewhere. Okay, that's good. Um, I also think, I mean, I guess they helped with this investigation that isn't even over, but they have illegal guns. <laughs> isn't that the whole thing? They're worried oh. about illegal guns, and these two women have a lot of illegal weaponry. <laughs> oh, yeah, they confiscate all the illegal guns from the protagonist, and it's like, they're part we'll of it. We'll keep these safe for you. <laughs> <laughs> These are illegal guns as well, but we're the good guys. You're pretty, so you can have them. <laughs> you got some crazy-ass hair. You can keep it. Um, yeah, Rally also has very weird hair. Like, it's very pointed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she grabs her weapons and goes chasing after Pearson to the museum. And we see him uh, right before they go. And like, May, you go around the back and you flank the building. She's like, got it. Uh, and since it's an anime, they immediately run up to the rooftop. So uh, we see Pierce... Uh, set up a trap ahead of time so as pierce is like climbing up a ladder to like the second story of a roof and uh rally pulls her gun and is like hey freeze and right as pierce turns around she pulls the trigger which blows up the support beams for a water tower on the roof that collapses into rally 
And it's, uh, as it's falling, we see May's also up on the roof, get knocked off the ledge of the uh, rooftop and fall down. But luckily, it's under construction, so there's ringing, uh, rigging all over, and she grabs onto a rope and slams into the side of the building, like, a few stories down. Phew. So she's safe. And uh, we see, uh, yeah, while Rally is knocked down from the water tower, Pierce comes up to her and just... they, Someone working on this clearly saw that, like, hey, KGB has developed this gun knife. It's a knife... That's also a gun, but can also shoot the blade of the knife. And they really love it. Because they <laughs> let Bloody Pierce use it every chance she gets. Uh, so instead of coming up and just stabbing Rally, she shoots her with the like shootable knife. Um, and then um, she's closed again, of course, giving her cocky like villain monologue, saying she'll make her pay for shooting at her earring. Again, I don't know why. Uh, and right then, May like comes to the walkie-talkie they have, saying, like, uh, Rally, get ready. And puts a flash grenade in a bucket that's like tied to a rope that zip lines up to the roof. And uh, right as it hits the roof, it flies out and explodes, blinding Pierce, giving Rally a chance to escape. So we see back down on the street, the cops and news vans are covering the Rally attack. And uh, we see Rally and May inside the museum making a break for it. So we go back and forth between them a few times. And May mentions, like, don't worry, while you were chasing after it all the time, I was setting up traps throughout the whole building. Cut to Pierce walking through the building, immediately noticing the traps and not falling for them. It's like, great. <laughs> <laughs> she is XKGP. She knows booby traps. And we see Pierce just following the bloody trail from Rally's uh, knife wound and follows them into the bathroom where they're cornered in like a stall. And uh, right as she's about to open fire, she's about to shoot through the door of the stall they're in. We see the door like slowly closing behind her as there's one more booby trap may set up. Uh, behind the door that goes off right before Pierce is able to shoot. Meanwhile, we see Senator Haynes being treated back in like a safe house area, uh, being treated with his wounds from the gunfire, and he's being escorted out. And he says, I'm, I'm done with that hit woman, Pierce. I want her out of here. She's done. Cut her out of the plan. And he walks into a room, and sure enough, Pierce is there. Speak of the devil. And he's like, oh, but, uh, 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 and he's like, oh, uh, don't worry. Our deal's not quite done yet. Uh, I'll give you all the illegal guns and heroin you could ever ask for. As he's slowly reaching for a gun on the table, uh, as soon as he grabs it, he pulls it under and he tries to shoot. He goes, ha ha, oh, it's empty. Because why would she leave a loaded gun in her back? Uh, and we see her turn around and she's reaching for something in his po- her pocket. Uh, and he's like, oh, don't worry, I, you know, I, I didn't mean it. You know, he's trying to backpedal, save face. And when Pierce turns around, ha ha, it's the police chief's assistant. And the thing she was pulling out of her pocket was a microphone. And right then we see Becky come out from behind the curtain, and she's got a big video camera. And they're recording the whole thing. They're recording his confession. They were important the whole time. The whole time. Working behind the scenes. And we see that they were uh, live streaming. Not live streaming. They're broadcasting the camera. Live streaming on Twitch. (laughs) Watch. (laughs) Senator Edward Haynes. Dot TV. (laughs) Great emotes. Hit the bell. Frickin' Uh, schemes. Not clickbait. Free, free sub with Amazon Prime. Uh, and we see, yeah, they're broadcasting the whole you know, conversation out onto the news. So everyone around heard it on the, like, uh, at the rally, like all the broadcast monitors. And they go, oh, lo and behold, the candidate that was running on it, you know, his whole premise was gun control and safety, was running an illegal gun smuggling operations. And um, we see as he tries to run out of the room, the police chief is there with all the police. They're ready to arrest him. And he says, I was going to clear out all the gangs and immigrants, which is just a real nice touch of like, this guy's been on screen for a total of three minutes 
and is fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. And uh, we see Riley and May across the street leaving the museum, and they're all patched up. They're with some, like, EMTs who treated their wounds, and they see uh, Pierce's body being loaded into the ambulance uh, in, like, a, a body bag. So Pierce is dead. And right as the ambulance doors shut, they fly back open as Pierce flies back out of the ambulance, wielding an <laughs> axe? You Don't can't kill me! <laughs> I am immortal. And uh, goes to... We needed this beat! <laughs> <laughs> Just goes to swing this, like, full-on fire axe at uh, Rally, and we hear, like, Rally in her head saying, like, oh, my arm, you know, my arm was stabbed, it's in a sling, I can't pull my gun out fast enough. And uh, as Pierce is, like, flying at her, the axe kind of gets hit a little by a bullet, which is enough to throw Pierce off, which is enough to buy Rally time to pull out her gun and unload a full clip into uh, Pierce's chest, fully killing her this time, I think? Question mark. <laughs> I'll never know for sure. And... We see Bill is uh, off to the side being propped up by Kathy, holding out his gun. He's the one who shot Pierce's axe. And uh, we see uh, <laughs> Riley looks over at Pierce's dead body and sees her other earring on the ground next to her. Again, don't know what that's about. Rosebud. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the earrings were her sled as a child. Um, and we see <laughs> it ends with Riley going... Oh boy, you gotta be pretty tough to live in this town. May saying, like, you said it. Ha ha ha. And it ends. <laughs> so, uh, that's, uh. Just another day in the lives of a couple women living in Chicago. Like, it, yeah, Freeze it frame. Really has, <laughs> has, like, we had a crazy weekend. It's like, you almost fucking died, like, five times. What? Oh. <laughs> uh, but uh, are we there yet? Yes, because we watched all of it. And that's hey. the series. We're done. Technically, we are there. We, we've been there, done that. But how do Yay. we feel? <laughs> how, how do we like it? And how do you feel about that? <laughs> how do you feel about feeling things? Uh, pretty bad, I can say, confidently. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I had different expectations of this going in than it actually was, but it still exceeded my expectations. It has some wild ideas about America <laughs> that it's like violent <laughs> and gun heavy uh, and stuff, uh, which is clearly an outdated uh, foreign thing. Um, but yeah, it definitely hit a more cinematic tone than I thought it was going to. And it really seemed faithful to like 80s action cop movies. Um, mm. Yeah, the plot was nonsense but they usually are for things <laughs> like this so yeah there uh was great action sequences uh women written in the 90s who are like full characters well kind of they don't have like a life outside this case but still you know what i mean uh yeah i had a fun time with this yeah, yeah. i also kind of struggled with the plot because there were so many times where i was just like i don't really know what's going on here yeah. um but i liked all the characters a lot. I liked the character designs very much. I think that Rally and May especially, like, I love the way their faces are drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, Collins is... <laughs> he has a ponytail, but he makes it work. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing bad with him. <laughs> um, but yeah, for the most part, I was just like, yeah, this is just kind of goofy fun. It's like how I felt watching the first, like, five minutes of Big O... With, like, the briefcase with the jetpack. 
similar vibe, I feel like, here. <laughs> a little more serious, but... Mm-hmm. I yeah. had to rack my brain and be like, what the hell was Big O? Uh, <laughs> but uh, I got there after a sec. Okay, cool. <laughs> fun fact, I found out the studio that worked on Big O actually did work on Batman the Animated Series, so there is a oh. reason it's so similar. <laughs> um, yeah, I had fun with this. I, like I said, I really knew nothing about the show other than the name. Gotta be real. A little disappointed they're not cats. We get a tease of that in the opening intro d- d- thought that pay off no but uh yeah besides that i i really enjoyed like this era of 90s anime uh animation for anime i couldn't put my finger on it more than just it's very fluid and like very physical and probably mm. just a good deal of nostalgia for me um but like it, it, yeah i really enjoyed this style of it so that worked a lot for me uh yeah and the characters were fun in my notes i wrote down i'm getting big totally spies energy fully forgetting what charlie's <laughs> angels was uh <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I like the characters. You know, I can't fathom for any reason why Jonathan Washington would go back to the two women that arrested him twice. Uh, so, yeah, plot. Maybe really hung matter. up on that one. It's just weird to me. It's not, They're not who I trust. Um, but, yeah, the plot, it's silly. But, yeah, they always are with this uh, genre of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, done really well. Very surprised by how well the characters are in. And, yeah, it does feel like a weird quote of, like, Gotta gotta have something sexy every every episode. Gotta mm-hmm. hit that quota because you could fully take those moments out and nothing would change. Yeah, like they're so disconnected. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. It, it's a fun little OVA. It's only three episodes. It's effectively just a movie. But yeah, I liked. It. Yeah, yeah. I was about to ask a question I hadn't asked in a long time. I'm gonna just move right past it. Uh, so if there's, uh, if you want to listen to old formats where this part of the show is different, uh, 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 you can do that, or you can send us recommendations for future episodes. Uh, you mm-hmm. can send those to arewetheryet at gmail.com or reach out to us on Instagram or TikTok at arewetheryet on both. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Honey period D or on Tumblr at Honey D, all one word. And Honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. Is that right? Yes. Y- yes. H-U-N-N-I-E. Yep. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can find me on the dying platform of Twitter. At this point, I hope it does die. It just would be a relief. Uh, at ABTS Brendan, which stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is the name of a video game podcast I did, which is dead. But it's a hell of a backlog. Thank you to Camille. Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. I'm considering writing fan fiction mm-hmm. about who. Mm, I'll tell you after. <laughs> <laughs>